You just shoving food in your face right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so very professional. Good. Very good. <laughs> well, we're going to start drinking at 10 a.m. Yeah. You get a little base. A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. And I am also Jake. I'm Gold Eagle Drew. And uh, you've probably realized by now that we have a special guest. A very, (laughs) very special guest. Uh, By request, actually. Yeah. Yeah, This is a request to get Drew on? How many listeners did we have ask for Drew? Several. At least two or three, right? Yeah. That's like... That's, That's 100% like of our listeners, 50%. though. <laughs> so, so we had to do it. So we, we're at Gold Eagle Bar right now. Uh, an hour before the bar opens, we brought Drew in a little early, and uh, we're just going to hang out for a little bit and ask Drew some questions, right? Very good. Yeah. yeah. Super excited to be here. So thank you. Man. And let's just say how nice of it is, Jake, to have an employee come in before he has to work to do other things as well. Like just well done, Jake. You Perfect just, boss. Let's just say, how nice is it for Jake to allow Drew to clock in an hour and a half early <laughs> yeah. to just come and hang out and talk on a podcast? So let's be clear. Drew's getting paid for this. It's not like he's volunteering. The rest, the rest of us are volunteering right now. Drew's getting paid. Don't say that because then our other guests are going to want to get paid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can't do that. Sorry. No money. Be clear. We're just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, uh, you know, Drew uh, has been a very good employee for Gold Eagle for quite some time. If you've ever been to Gold Eagle, you probably know who Drew is. If you've been to the bar, you definitely know who Drew is. Um, super nice, uh, great character, lives right by the store, grew up in Libertyville, um, and he's worked here for over 10 years now. Yeah, right? it's going oh, on wow. 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, wow. I don't think most people realize that, but yeah, Drew's worked here like twice as long as I have, um, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. I trained Jay. He did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that will always go down as a cool piece of history. Drew trained me how to use the cash register here. So, <laughs> that was that was before I started working here full time when I would just help out during like the holiday seasons and whatnot. But yeah, Drew did train me. Um, so, Anytime I make a mistake, I can just blame it on him. <laughs> but yeah, Drew, um, you know, why you I've heard you tell this story many times. Why don't you tell us how and why you started working at Gold Eagle in the first place? Well, it's crazy and um, it's, it, it's a good one. So it was my 21st birthday. Wanted a case of beer. I came in here, saw a sign in the window. And the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but but didn't you ask for an application and get like turned down a couple times? Oh yeah, I had to call. Home? Yeah, I, I had to call back like three times. It was very yeah. fun. And, then, <laughs> and then what? Kunkel was like, "Well, this guy is pretty serious about working here. He's he called three times and asked if he was getting hired. Battery so. was like, he's not going to wait. We got hired. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean." You want to like how was it when you first started working here this was you know 12 years ago before we had the bar or anything yeah so when i first started working here um totally different uh situation um it was a little interesting because i had dave and dave as my bosses and um we definitely went through some times i remember the first day of training 
uh, Dave was like, just grab a bottle and throw it on the floor because it's going to happen. And I didn't know what to do, but I didn't break the bottle. So <laughs> pass that test. It's good we stepped in and put some actual training yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't definitely. Know. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not endorsed by me. No, no, no. Um so yeah, so Drew uh you know first 6 years working here was just uh would you you just wear like couple nights a week on cashier, Yeah, so right? mm-hmm. I thought you did some stock work too. I did at the beginning um and then I realized my personality was better in the cash up front. So basically, a couple nights a week, I was up front, um, the five till nine. Then I switched to like the daytimes, and then it's been about three and a half years the bar started. Yeah, it's been almost probably almost four now. Yeah. I think we just hit our fourth. It's either third or fourth birthday. Um, I don't know, man. Time flies, but um, but yeah. So Drew, you know, Drew was a uh, couple nights a week, um, also working part time at a school down the street. And, uh, I think I was here for like at least a year or two until, you know, we, I mean, kind of asked you to be full time and then you were on the cash register nine to five every day. Mm, yeah. So that was cool. Um, I feel like didn't I have like the, the days off were staggered. So I'd have like a Monday off and a Thursday off. And then I went to like the weekends and the bar came into it. Yeah, honestly, shout out to Drew because he was super flexible. And uh, well, I remember in the beginning, you just wanted more hours. And when we made you full time, we just kind of gave you hours wherever we could. Um, And every week you kind of had like a little bit of a different schedule for a little while. And then we finally got you on like a Monday through Friday, nine to five. but uh, when the bar opened, I don't even think we had plans for you to work it back there full time. No, at the beginning, we had like two or three different bartenders that we had. Well, I was bartending for like the first month. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, we had a couple. We had Brett Silton. We had a couple part timers kind of kick in and help when they could. And um, I think you just you know every time you went back there you really enjoyed it and i think it was like a couple months before you started back there yeah yeah. we we also didn't really have someone there full time when we were starting up it was a little slow so we would you know i would just kind of go back there when anyone came back to the bar obviously we've come a long way and now drew is pretty much full time uh just maybe except for like Wednesday mornings, you're up at the cash register other than yeah. you're full-time back at the bar. So there's a big, uh, a big transition going from working here one or two nights a week, just on the register to full-time cash, you know, cashier, um, and then basically full-time back at the bar. Um, so it's a pretty cool progression. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's uh, definitely clear that, you bring like a fun energy Thank to the you, bar. Thank <laughs> like, you. Yeah, that's probably what we should talk about next. Cause like you've, you've kind of built up like a cult following. Yeah. <laughs> fun. You've got a lot of people that come in just to see you and, uh, and I, get movie recommendations. Get movie, oh, yeah, movie <laughs> recommendations. Um, you know, this is like a two in one shop. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, you know, you've, you, 
there's definitely there's a lot of people that come in just to see you and i know like when you're not here and i'm back at the bar i get people like where's drew where's drew so you know i know you've got, you've kind of got a, a good cult following and that's just probably because your personality is so great and you're just super friendly and uh you know very very hospitable to uh patrons at the bar perfect thank you mm-hmm. yeah you're yeah. welcome man Jake, yeah, do you uh, do you think that when people are when you're back at the bar and people are asking where's Drew, you think it's because they miss Drew's personality or just hate yours? Um, I my personality <laughs> is definitely not uh, where Drew's is. Um, in terms of uh, Drew can Drew can hold. Stop laughing, game. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? Uh, Drew can hold a conversation with anyone. That's one of the. That's one of the cool things that, uh, you know, one of the cool things about his personality is it doesn't matter who you are, what age, um, you know, came from wherever, like Drew will start a conversation and he'll hold a conversation with you. It might be about some stupid movie that he saw, but he will still <laughs> hold a conversation mm-hmm. with you. Um, and I think people are just like used to coming back here and seeing him. It's kind of just like yeah. comforting. I know we have a lot of people that come in like every day after work and they're like, ah, I had a stressful day. I need to just see my boy Drew. So, um, yeah, I think it's when you walk back to the bar, not only, you know, do you expect a good selection and good prices of whiskey, but you expect to sit there and hang out with Drew and that brings a whole nother aspect to it. So yes, if that answers your question. (laughs) (laughs) Also like, I don't know, there's a lot of people that, that I feel like don't, I don't know and they don't know me. Um, so when they see some other guy, back here that they're not used to coming in for um you know maybe they i don't know think i'm just like filling in for a shift or i don't know what it is but yeah i mean they a lot of people do come in just to hang out with drew yeah which is cool yeah so one of the things i i do want to ask about the movies because like every time and you have a movie if, podcast yeah mm-hmm. me and my friend just started a movie podcast called movie matters um and uh like every time there's a master class and you're here or I come in to like pick stuff up and like try something at the bar, uh, somebody's always asking you about whatever movie just came out and you've usually seen it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I do. so it's been like a year. So I've had this AMC uh, rewards thing. So you can see like three movies a week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just saw the creator the other day. That was really cool. Um, and then, um, the machine with Burt Crusher, totally different oh, styles, yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's really funny one. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Burt Crusher is definitely probably one of my favorite comedians. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. He's, he's hilarious. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought, thought it was funny. Cause like the first time somebody brought it up, I think you, you were talking about like the new newest guardians of the galaxy or something. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, you were analyzing it like a film critic. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I do that. I do that. I like to go to the movies by myself sometimes, a lot of times, and just, like, take it all in, man. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, what's one of the most common pours you get asked for in the back? The pours? Um, what, we were going yeah. through the makers for a while. What's like, what's, like, one thing that people come in for and ask if you have? Um... Is it a little bit of everything? I mean, it seems to be a little bit of everything, but usually when I get a new bottle, like that Whistle Pig 15 year that we just put on the bar, it's already, what, like a quarter? Maybe it's been pouring. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll, we have, I'm gonna uh, get a pour of that. Go for it. I haven't um, had it yet, but I've it's heard really good. So we yeah. have. If you've been here, you know we've got a pretty good selection. There's probably 200 to 250 bottles at all times that are open. Um, and another good thing that Drew does is you come back here and he sees you kind of looking, poking around. Um, he does a really good job pointing out everything that's new. And if I were if I were coming back here, I'd be very overwhelmed with 200, 250 bottles open unless there was one thing that I wanted to try. But I notice it all the time. Drew's like, so I got the Whistle Pig 15 that's brand new. I got the Lux Row single double barrel that's brand new. Um, and so, you know, he does a really good job helping you pick what you want to drink um, if you don't have that already made up. Yeah. Do you have a menu? We do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Online. Yes. Yeah, so the yeah. website. Which, yeah. like, yeah, we've recently put more emphasis on telling people about it. Um because there's still people that come in here that don't know that we keep the menu very accurate. I would say it's like 99% accurate for, especially for having like 250 things open back yeah. here. Um, but yeah, we have uh, QR codes now in the bar area where you can scan and pull up the menu. But if you just go to goldeaglewine.com on our homepage of our website and scroll down a little bit, everything that's open uh, should be listed on there. So you can't always go and check that out. So the big question I think is, do you have Pappy? Not at the bar. <laughs> Not no, the mo- yeah. we, we have, uh, it was mm-hmm. like two years ago. I think we had a couple now, maybe a year. Yeah. I mean, usually like after the holidays, after we do our end of the year, uh, release, um, if there's a couple bottles straggling, then we will just go ahead and throw them at the bar. Um, but like we, we kind of pride ourselves and, pricing everything as fair as we can um so i know every time we put pappy on the bar it's gone the same day yeah i think uh you guys do the flights a lot too yeah we do a lot of with like rare bottles Mm -hmm. um those are usually like probably the lowest prices for pours that like you can get around here um so like yeah it, it they're they're very well priced and um i like the idea of forcing a flight of like rare things because mm-hmm. you don't want somebody just buying like a bunch of shots of the same bottle, you know? Yeah. Like over I mean, and over and just you know, drinking it all We've themselves. noticed like if we put a bottle of like old rip up there, someone is just going to sit there and just get, you know, order the maximum amount that our license allows and just drink all the, you know, old rip. And then maybe like, 10 people will get to taste it because that's all they're going to order. Well, yeah. the beauty of it is we have that uh, the half ounce limit on some of the rare bottles we're doing. Yeah. So, so yeah. Be- because we do price things pretty fairly, a lot of times when a rare bottle comes on, we do half ounce limit, which there's only 50 half ounce pours in a bottle. Um, and still, like, a lot of these bottles will cash out the same day we put them on the bar. Mm-hmm. So the whole point of the bar back here is also to kind of allow more people to try these rare bottles instead of one person taking it home, drinking it, you know, <clears throat> flipping it, doing whatever they want with it. Um, this allows 50 people to taste it. So that's kind of the idea on why we limit it. So that way as many people as possible get a chance to taste it. Yeah. And I, I like that you guys typically put out like, well, you almost always have picks available at mm-hmm. the bar so that people can come try it before they buy it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like 
that usually like sells people, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, a lot I mean, of them. Cause... Most of the things back here you can buy. Um, but obviously there are some things that are just pretty limited and yeah. we only get three bottles. So we just put it back by the bar because it's just the most fair way to let everyone who wants to try it, try it. Yeah. So another question for Drew. So from my experience of being here, you seem to be more of a beer guy than a whiskey guy. Yeah. So the beer is important. I do like, so when the vendors come in and whatnot, I deal with the beer vendors and then like Jake does the ordering, but I communicate with Jake what to get. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hang out more on that side. However, as spirits, you get more, taste differences and whatnot so because with the beer you get a lot of citra i suppose Mm -hmm. so yeah i really like uh the whiskeys and the spirits how it's a spectrum of flavors yeah so um i mean you definitely were i know probably three years ago not really into whiskey just all beer and yes well actually i shouldn't say not into whiskey i would say like a little just mixed jumble of everything and now obviously since we've gotten more into the whiskey and more advanced with our store picks and whatnot that kind of naturally brings you in there um especially because most people that come to the bar are coming to taste whiskey so you kind of need to know what you're selling and be knowledgeable with it but i mean i was gonna ask like what like if you're at home um you know what's like your go-to drink of choice like what do you well i usually like to pair them together so beer and uh bourbon or whatnot is a good so last night i was drinking Mostly just beer. I had some of that Castle and Key Rye that we did, the restoration. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so what? what's your favorite brewery? What's your favorite distillery? Ooh, brewery. Oh, man, there's so many. But, like, I, I love... <laughs> I do like Tighthead. I, I, yes, I love Tighthead. Yeah, Tighthead is Tighthead's very good, good, yeah. We do that Peace Love Gold Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, for July 4th, it's just a wonderful beer. But, yeah, they knock it out of the park. If we're going to Tyad, I think my staple would be chili water. It's like a pale yeah, ale yeah. they do. It's nice. so nice. Yeah. I love the the Scarlet Fire is my favorite. Yeah. I, I can't drink beer anymore, so. No. <laughs> That's a shame. Um, yeah. But uh, I guess if we're looking at bourbon-wise, like, I love Maker's Mark. Um okay. I, the tastings are great. The single barrel program is wonderful. But then um, also just their standard entry level ones, like the Makers 101, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. So. I guess I'm the only person here that's not a huge fan of Makers, Mark. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're big Makers fans here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan I'm, always- I'm on the same side as the cool guys, not idiot over there still so. yeah <laughs> this is a yeah this is a shocker this is probably the only time dan and i are on the same side of the uh, no no we both pick buffalo over heaven hill ah uh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true mm-hmm. but, but um, yeah i i do I, I will say the cast strength makers is pretty fantastic mm-hmm. and like affordable and available um so i like that one i Anything that's like under a hundred proof that they make, though, I'm like not a big fan of. Which isn't much anymore. Like, yeah, kind of just like now the it's, standard. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, makers. This is probably a topic for another episode, but makers, I feel like, can be polarizing because it's usually people's first, one of their first whiskeys that they taste, and it's it's not really a friendly weeded 
bourbon um, for someone who's just trying to get into it. Like there's a little yeah. bit of spice there. Even um, though even though it's what ninety proof. Even though it's ninety, it's yeah, pretty hot. It, it tasting. is pretty hot. Um, and flavor wise, it's very it's soft like a weeded, mm-hmm. but you get a lot of alcohol yeah, burn on get, it. You do get a good amount of um, spice too. Um, but, uh, you know, we can talk all day about how good their private selects are, um, how good the one one is, how good the cash strength is. Um, but we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But Drew, you don't have to give any specific examples, but are there nights where you end up feeling like you're on an episode of taxi cab confessions with stories you get from people? Oh, there's (laughs) some stories, Dan. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, Overall, it's wonderful. Um, but yeah, the stories are pretty funny. Um, I like to like forget names when I tell the stories. As of lately, I found that's better. Oh well, yeah, don't, don't put him on the podcast. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <coughs> yeah. So, what's your your favorite story? Well, let's split it up. What's your favorite story working at the bar, and then what's your favorite story you've been told at the bar? I think my favorite story is how, like, all, like, the patrons and the railers, like, we all came together. Like, one of my uh, great friends, Neil, like, literally just showed up when the bar started. And, like, that's how our friendship began. Uh, we started hanging out outside of work and, yeah, just became great friends. Um, yeah, Neil's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah he is. He's here we all can, the time. We can drop his name. <laughs> yeah, that is a good story. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it is true. Like, Drew has built like a very nice group of friends just from people that he's met at the bar. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that just shows again how personable you are. And uh, I think it's a, you know, just a a cool thing that probably never, you never would have met these people if we never opened up the bar, if you never started Mm -hmm. working back here as a bartender. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, absolutely good networking and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, It's a great example of like community building, Mm -hmm. um, especially around, whiskey mm-hmm. is like the primary primary thing you guys sell at the bar is whiskey and, yeah. and beer mm-hmm. but <clears throat> for the sake of this podcast let's say it's whiskey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know there's there's not many places that are um like intimate i guess is like the right word where yeah. like you know you know drew's always going to be there you know that there's like the same group of like five five or six guys that are here like every friday like mm-hmm. hanging out after work and like you know it's a good place to come like meet people that are also interested in whiskey mm-hmm. and like i feel like there's not a whole lot of places like that outside of like the social clubs you know like whiskey social clubs and right. stuff like that that are a little bit more difficult to get into mm-hmm. where like you just show up on the bar on a Friday and just like start talking to people and everybody's like super chill and nice. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, it is yeah, kind of like cool a social way. club. Yeah. That, it is. Kind of, <laughs> you, know, yeah. Fun, that yeah. you don't have to pay for Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, Drew, is there any, uh, yeah. So favorite story oh, that you've yeah, been yeah. told favorite story that I've been told without or maybe names. like favorite, <laughs> like, is there any, like any scenario you can remember? I don't know, nothing like too bad, but <laughs> well, I don't know what kind of rabbit hole we're getting ourselves. Yeah. No, I, I, I won't do it. Let me think for a second. You can uh, maybe think on that for, yeah. for a second if well, you need to, but yeah. I think a, a good, uh, I just like, like basically after the three, 
the three plus years of it evolving, um, the way I communicate with people now, and like there are certain things that you say to people to, or you know the person's attitude, like, okay, it was a Friday, he just got off of work, he doesn't want to talk about work, let's not bring that up. And you mm -hmm. just learn how to tell your speeches. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, like, what's, um, I guess, like, why, why were you interested in Gold Eagle to begin with? That's a good question. That is a very good question. <laughs> no, um, so basically, like, I mean, the story started with I just wanted a case of Miller Lite. And then um, I met the Sigelniks, wonderful people. Um, so I was working with Ron at the beginning, and Steve was here, and then transitioned to Jake. Um, and, and Brett. Yeah, and Brett's here, too. So, yeah, it's just a wonderful family, good opportunity, and, uh, yeah. But like, awesome. why, why were you so persistent? on getting a job here because I know most you, people would not try you, that hard. You tell this all the time that you like called back three different times and kept coming back because we didn't call you. You're that employee discount guy. <laughs> there is a trend down. There we go. Down, down, Got that employee discount. Got it. it. And it was also, I mean, we're like two minutes from your house. Yeah, it's so close. So, it's so close right down there. He's got the, the shortest commute probably out of anyone here. Yeah. Um, so the story's probably been here your whole life, right? Oh, yeah. The building was built in like the 70s, but my story starts in the 90s. And yeah, it was always here. <clears throat> Supposedly, you guys were across the street, Jake, like kind of by that gas station down there. No. Really? I didn't know. About, I, before I the building was built. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, it might I be a story. Know, maybe. <laughs> Some maybe stories asked, are stories. Uh, next time Steve's on the podcast, I've never heard about that. Okay. <laughs> but it could be true. I don't know. Um, but I mean, we did have five other locations and uh when we moved here this one has always done the best so that's why we just stuck with uh, oh, mm -hmm. yeah there was three of them i think when i came into the picture and then mm -hmm. this one was the most profitable and the nicest one so yeah mm -hmm. nice if you could pick one of the 250 pours right now which one would you go with drew um oh yeah oh. I'm enjoying this whistle pig. This is really good. Yeah. But um, there's, there's a lot of options. Yeah, there is <laughs> yeah. a lot. Um, I mean, it would be a single barrel. I think the Breckenridge single barrel I like a lot. It's 4386, so it's not like overpowering, mm -hmm. but yeah, all oh, perfect. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was using that to hold a I monitor I wonder if up. it was on right. my mind because it was over there. That's right. a great one. This is, this is a perfect time for a coupon drop. Um, Drew said he loved the Breckenridge single barrel, so let's do 10% off the Breckenridge Gold Eagle single barrel, which I think it's a great price. It's a $47.99, and it is a really good like session bourbon, if you if there was a session bourbon, yeah, because um, it's 86 proof, as Drew said, and it's still packed with a ton of flavor. You can just kind of sit there and sip on it all day. Um, so let's do uh, B.M. Drew. So B.M. for Bourbon Matters and then Drew. B.M. Drew will get you 10% off a Breckenridge Gold Eagle single barrel bottle of bourbon. Yeah, and we, we talked about it a few episodes ago, I think. Um, we talked about the master class. Um, and, yeah, the uh, 
proof to flavor ratio is very good mm-hmm. um for being a, a lower proof whiskey it's definitely got a lot of flavor and it's definitely worth the price um it's a, it's a really good pour that's a good that's a good pick it is a good one Thank honestly I, I wouldn't expect that from you but uh, I, I thought long and hard came up with a good answer <laughs> yeah, no, that's, well so i, I guess i wouldn't I, but i would expect that because <laughs> i know you talk about that one yeah so a good follow-up would be what do you Where's your favorite proof point on, on whiskey? I like, you know, not like sub 100, I suppose. I mean, 100. Yeah. And with the heat lies, the complexity. So that can be too, like with the Castle and Key, the restoration. I like that one's got so many flavors going on. So mm-hmm. it's higher heat, but doesn't drink like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a nice bottle and bond or sub if I'm sipping on something. You like Old Granddad. Yeah, mm-hmm. Old Granddad mm-hmm. bottle and bond is wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Drew, Thanks. if you could change one thing about the bar back there, what would it be? Good question. Hmm. Bigger. Bigger. <laughs> He's yeah. always wanting bigger. <laughs> yeah, man. Any, anytime we say we're going to expand something, his eyes light up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe if the chairs, but I think they're pretty nice right now. All the chairs out here. Yeah, well, not like all of them, but at the bar rail, like how like oh, the swivel, the they're nice swivels, but like if they had like a little cushion, I mean, obviously we got the limit, so we don't want to like have people there for a long time, but like a little cushion would be nice. I think eventually we will get nicer bar stools, but yes, the uh, original idea was we have a three drink maximum per person. We don't mm-hmm. have that much space anyway, so we don't want people to just sit here all day. Right. Um, you yeah. have to worry about the liability of them leaving. Oh, yeah, we don't want that. So, yeah. But, yeah, I think we will. I don't know. I think they look nice, but yeah, maybe uh, maybe get some nicer ones some, one of these days. Down the road, down the road. I guess the uh, most uh, appropriate answer to that question would have been a full-blown liquor license for oh. selling. Oh, yeah, we could do that, too, I guess. That'd be cool. <laughs> well, I don't know. If, I, don't I don't know, know if they allow – will they allow you to sell – Un- unlimited and the actual like liquor um probably not i wouldn't um, think but so but we are the only place that has this license oh okay so the license was uh license was kind of designed um just for us so i mean it was issued by libertyville yeah yeah so like their local township licenses um so i i bet if we were to go to i mean the way we got this license was we just went and talked to the mayor and we just said hey this is kind of what we want to do we've seen Mm -hmm. other stores have success with it um and he was super cool about it he was like you know you guys have been here for 40 years um so just draw out a map on where you want it in the store and um, we'll approve it so i think if we went back to them and said hey everything's going really well like can we up it a little bit our limit on how much we can serve or you know tweak it in this way i think they would work with us yeah that's cool but i know that they also don't like it's not really fair to other bars i mean the reason why our pours are so inexpensive here is because like 99.9 percent of our business is the store right 0.1 percent is the bar um so like if we relied on the bar's income to cover all the overhead we definitely wouldn't be able to offer pours for so cheap right so That's kind of the, I think, the town's way of making sure that we don't compete and put other bars, bars out of business. Out of business. Yeah. 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 
I, I'm trying to think. I've seen other scenarios in other states, but the tasting room or the bar is on a walled-off area with a separate entrance to it. So it's almost it's in the same building, but a separate, completely separate area that you have to probably go also a separate legal entity too. Probably a separate, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you're not going over your limit already, are you, Jake? I just saw you give another little pour there. Uh, <laughs> we are allowed three ounces per person, yeah. And this would be I'm doing like quarter ounce pours. It's like ten thirty in the morning. Healthy right now. quarter ounce <laughs> pours. Uh, so I'm at about an ounce right now, but Drew will cut me off as soon as I hit my. Yeah, that's a good question too. Have you ever had to throw anybody out of here? No, I've had to use my voice a couple times, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's all a good environment. And yeah, when we get close to the limit, um, we can mention that. And also, I have the ability, so I have three ounces to work with, so I can drop it down to quarter ounces, yeah. half ounces. We can we can get we. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, three ounces is uh, or three drinks isn't really enough to get too rowdy. No, <laughs> or it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. the environment back here, we're like higher knowledge talking about the spirits and everything. So it's not like you know, let's have eight Miller lights. Yeah, no one's mm-hmm. no one's really showing up here to get smashed. They're here to try and you know explore different whiskeys yeah. and whatnot. And, which is also why it's a very cool environment because you're just hanging out with other like-minded whiskey people and you get to meet great people who are into the same thing that you are. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So I guess what are you guys all drinking over there then? We've got a little a little spread. Um, I got water. <laughs> Drew's, Drew's got a Cheers, water. Drew. <laughs> Cheers, Drew. <laughs> Drew's got a shift coming up. So uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, I guess that's another thing I should shout out to Drew. He surprisingly, I mean, he's very, very good about being responsible. Um, like anytime I even offer him a little taste of something while he's working, most of the time he'll turn it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, I, you know, you got to know what you're selling. So like if it's a new barrel pick, I want him to try a little bit. But no, he, he's he's very good about, you know, making sure that everything's under control he's following all the rules yeah. um so you had some fun when it was your birthday though oh my gosh yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> they will remember for a very long time and won't remember but lots of <laughs> well let's be straight here not won't remember what happened yeah. here. Not, no no not here yeah. afterwards yeah. <laughs> uh, you know i'm sure there's a lot of a lot of people were like offering you pours and whatnot and like I I walk behind the bar and there's like five Glen Cairns filled with <laughs> toppers on them and Drew's waiting until after his shift. But yeah, back to what we're drinking. We just kind of grabbed a little selection off the bar. We've got a Peerless Double Oak Rye. We've got a Whistlepig 15-year single barrel. That's really nice. We got Barrel Gray Label Bourbon. We've got the Bardstown Goose Island collaboration. So we knew uh, Dan wasn't here, so we just went with all the heavy hitters. Yeah. All the yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Whistlepig 15. Is this the uh, – that's a pick, right? It's a pick, yeah. From um, uh, somebody else. Yeah, it's um, a BJ and Dram Good and Lamps. Um, it's really, really good. Yeah, it's and very tasty. I I don't know if this guy's serious or not, but I got a message on Instagram while we were recording. Some guy said he's coming in to buy all of these – whistle pigs that we have <laughs> so 
we can't really promote it too much because <laughs> I think by the time this episode airs, it's going to be all sold out. But yeah. we can't have that many left because then we only get a couple cases. We got like 15 bottles. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I know we've sold at least like three or four already. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I'm trying the Bardstown collab with uh, Goose Island. It's uh, finished in the Bourbon County Stout Barrels. It's decent. Uh, it's three, I think, six, seven, and 13 year, correct? And yeah, then, like six, seven, and nine year. Six, seven, eleven. Nine. No, nine. nine six, yeah. seven, um, and nine. But the six but and seven. But there's no Tennessee, right? It's all, yeah, it's all it's Kentucky. It's all Kentucky, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I liked the, uh, the other. Square? No, the other stout finish. The KBS one? Yeah, the KBS one was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. This one's good. Um, it's a little too heavy on the stout flavors for me. It is pretty stouty. Um, but, yeah, the, the KBS yeah. is, is really good. And you still have some of that. We do, right? yeah. yeah. Know, we actually have it on, like, a closeout, like, just get rid of it price. Yeah. Um, the I, I do like the Goose Island one. Um I can see why you maybe don't like it because it is very stouty, yeah. And the the sweetness from the Kentucky bourbon um, kind of just makes it like a really really dessert like pour. Where the KBS one uses mm-hmm. Tennessee bourbon, so it's a lot lighter and not as not as definitely not as sweet as this one. Yeah, um, it's but, very chocolatey. And, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What's interesting about this one though is it's cash strength and it's a hundred proof. Oh, wow. I don't know if you caught that. No, I didn't. Right on the front of the bottle says cash strength, but it's 100 proof. Interesting. Which you don't really see too often from Kentucky. No. Like, that's pretty, uh, that's that's very low yeah. for cash strength. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So I don't know where they got these barrels from, but it must have been like a 100 entry proof. Yeah. You know, where they were sitting super low somewhere <clears throat> where they just dropped in proof. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking, Dan? I am drinking the Lord's whiskey, which is uh, water. It has been uh, filtered uh, through a Samsung refrigerator, aged oh, in the glass oh, about. Filtered. Yeah, chill filtered in the, in the uh, Samsung thing. I'm uh, still on some post-surgery medications that aren't allowing me to drink, and that's been about the most difficult part of the surgery the last few days. So I will just keep drinking my water. Still tastes great, though. Not much of a nose on it. Not much of a finish. Pretty smooth, I would say. Yeah, smooth like Blanton's, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what else? Well, Drew? if we don't have any other questions for Drew, you can always go see Drew and ask him more questions yeah. at Gold Eagle. Yeah, we'll be here till seven today. We won't be <laughs> putting this out there though. Until <laughs> another day. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, more than likely, he'll be there till seven. Yeah, yeah, I'll be yes. there till seven, probably. More, more than or likely, later, he'll be here till eight. He's usually yeah. here till yeah, eight. Go good. to go to our website um, on the homepage. You can see the hours um, mm-hmm. pretty much every day, early afternoon till eight. But I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say? Or well, should we play Would You Rather with Drew? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You have a couple. Well, we have a few. All right. Yeah. Few uh, mm-hmm. minutes here. Yeah. I mean, we have time. We have twenty minutes until the bar opens. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> I can always jump over there and pour someone something if we need to. So let's see. Um, what was one of the ones from the Would You Rather episode? Uh, would you rather drink 
Well, this is an easy one for you. Sub 100 proof whiskey for the rest of your life or over 120 oh, for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Sub 100. Would you rather drink bourbon for the rest of your life or beer if you had to pick Ooh, one of the other? Oh, man. That's a stumper. <laughs> Can I do barrel aged beer, maybe? I mean, that's a beer. Qualifies. Yeah. yeah. Only do beer. You can do all beer. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go with beer. Bourbon's nice, but they go nice together, I feel. Yeah, it was just one of the other beer. What other, uh, what else do you like to drink? I know it's not a would you rather, but. Um, yeah, besides, are you like a clear, bourbon, clear liquor person like with, at all? With spirits, what do you like to drink? Not really clear spirits like a like a vodka or something. Not really. I mean, right. if you make it into a cocktail, possibly, but like screwdriver action, maybe just a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you like rum, right? Yeah, I mean, some mm. rum is nice. Like those single barrels that we did, the El Suetan at one ten. I really like that one. Yeah, I like sipping the rums. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe just open it up with a little bit of water. So okay. He also sometimes likes his rum and cokes. You don't have to. Well, if it's a Friday, I mean, Friday night, you know. So dark rum you prefer. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. Dark and stormies are actually a really good cocktail, too. Oh, yeah. What about outside of work? What do you like to do outside of work? Um, Besides movies. Besides movies. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so, because I live. You're you're like a restaurant connoisseur, too, kind of. Yeah. I do like going out to eat. Um. There's a place in town here, the Harbor Cafe. Uh, I go there, gosh, it seems like twice a week for lunch. That's pretty cool. Like their food there. They have a really aggressive lunch special, so that's awesome. Nice. Um, in the movie theater, there's that CM Chicken outside of it. That's another oh, uh, one that I like to go nice. to. Yeah. They have like a little robot bringing your food in. <laughs> nice. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, it's a lot of you enjoy had, it. had yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, I want to do it again. That sounds great. <laughs> Sweet. All right, Dan, you want to tell us uh, where we can listen to Bourbon Matters so I don't have to do it? Oh God, dang it! Uh, yeah, on any of your normal podcasting apps apps that you use, you can find Bourbon Matters. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, by searching Bourbon Matters or our Facebook and our Instagram are at Bourbon Matters. Is that right? Is this, Did I do that? Correct? Yeah, you're, you're you're mediocre, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like uh, the story of my life, but I'll take it. <laughs> All right, now you do the real Bourbon Matters plugs, Jake. Yeah, so you can listen to Bourbon Matters <laughs> on any <laughs> podcast platform. Watch us on YouTube and Spotify. Like, subscribe, share, leave comments. Uh, leave us some would-you-rather questions. Uh, so next time we have Drew on, we can ask him some leave questions. Us, leave us more Drew questions, too. <laughs> yeah. And we'll have Drew on in like a month or two, maybe again. Yeah. And we can ask all those. Drew, do you want to plug Gold Eagle? Um, yeah. I mean, it's basically plugs itself with being so good. But... Ooh. Ooh. Well <laughs> done. That was the best plug so far. I didn't say <laughs> No, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Gold Eagle, uh, GoldEagleWine.com. Uh, fo- definitely follow us on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with all our new deliveries. Um, Facebook at Gold Eagle uh, Spirits, Instagram at Gold Eagle Wine. 
Um, you'll see what we get delivered every day and then make sure you download our app um, so you can check our inventory and secure bottles before they sell out. Some stuff sells out quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like that Wesley pig today, that's helpful. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I did get a uh, request for another Bourbon Matters tasting this week. Oh, did you? Yeah, mm -hmm. so we'll have to get that on the books and actually get Dan out here when he's not crippled. So sometime before the end of the year, hopefully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is, is does it bother you that people wanted me to be there and I wasn't there? Is that just like no, rub you guys the wrong way? You. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they said I did a really good job of picking the whiskey, and they were like, "I was like, oh yeah, too bad Dan wasn't there." And like, who's Dan? I don't, I don't care about <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I asked yep. about you, Dan. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. We'll see I, you next week then. Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. 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 Thanks, Drew. Thank you.